crystals. They're sparkly, shiny, come in all colors and shapes and can maybe help heal you. So today we're talking all about energy and the energy that crystals have. Um, I'm very excited about this one. You had me at sparkly and shiny. <laughs> They're glam. They're glitz and glam. <laughs> I'm always here for the glitz, but I'm very excited to also talk energy. Mine is especially odd today. So let's see where this goes. I might need to overnight ship you some crystals to really rectify what's happening in your world. I think so. I'll work on it. Yeah. The use of healing crystals actually goes far back with some of the earliest civilizations using them to ward off evil or prevent nightmares and sickness, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I think a lot of us probably still do that today. Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited to learn the ways of the past and see how I compare to today. everyone and welcome to Rituals, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Christine Schiefer. And I'm M. Schultz. Every week we'll explore the evolution of spiritualism and the occult through stories, practices, and the impact on modern culture. We're getting into shiny crystals today. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't <laughs> wait to tell you all about them, M. I'm very excited to hear all about them. I mean, I'm telling you this like you don't know, but we talk about crystals all the time when we're not recording. I feel like between you and some of our other friends... Especially you, because I know you've got a whole curio cabinet full of them. And (laughs) I'm definitely the newbie between the two of us. So I have really no retained understanding of how they work. I'm just very accepting of them, probably because they're pretty. So (laughs) they are pretty. That doesn't hurt their case. But I'm happy to finally hop on board with you and learn all about them. Well, let's crack into it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by The Weather Channel. The key to solving any mystery? Smart decisions based on the facts. In the case of the weather's effect on your well-being, turn to The Weather Channel app. It clues you in on how weather shapes your mood, health, and productivity with insights built on reliable forecast data to help you thrive. Because mystery belongs in true crime, not weather. Be a force of nature with The Weather Channel app. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF protect skin against damaging UV rays and continuously deliver three essential ceramides to help restore skin's protective barrier so it can lock in moisture. Non-greasy, fragrance-free, and won't clog pores? With CeraVe, skin feels hydrated and looks healthy all day. CeraVe Facial Moisturizers with SPF from the number one dermatologist recommended facial moisturizer brand. All right, Em. So we're going to talk about crystals today. You kind of alluded to this already, but I know we both own crystals. How many do you have? Do you know? Probably not as much as you think. Like a handful. 
I don't have a lot of crystals, but it's because, so I have said this a million times, I'm like a broken record, but my stepmom, who has been in Wicca for 40 years, I grew up always seeing her with all of her crystals, and she's very big on crystal maintenance, and so like, I love dogs, but I don't have one because I know how much of a responsibility that is. And, like, <laughs> same thing with babies. So even crystals, crystals, babies, and dogs, too much work, too even much responsibility. Crystals, with the amount of, like, cleansing she's done, like, even, like, prep work, like, collecting rainwater and, like, all this stuff and, like, having to clean all the dishes because they're not supposed to contaminate. Like, she's very anal about that stuff. And so to have those crystals myself, I would feel bad for owning them and not putting that much effort into them. So, yeah. You know what I like a lot, though? Which is so silly because I feel like you need to have crystals to then like this thing. But more than a crystal, I would rather buy one of those like really intense crystal guides. Like those books that tell you like every single crystal (laughs) and what they mean. Like a pamphlet? Like a gemstone pamphlet? Love a good pamphlet. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. I'm sure that exists. They do. It's like one of those laminated like those like college study pamphlets. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should get one of those. We should each get one because I could use that too. I love the directories, but I don't have any crystals. So together we'd make quite a team, though, if we combined forces. We would. I'll be your librarian, your crystal yeah. librarian. I'll FaceTime you and ask, you know, what's this? Because, you know, I'm looking over there. I have a beautiful shelf of them. I just need to, you know, get more intentional about using them. Mm -hmm. And I think that maybe this episode has inspired that because I'm actually going to tell you some ways you can care for and cleanse your crystals that are actually very accessible. I feel like I've always been a little intimidated, but they're very accessible. So hopefully we all learn a thing or two. So next step up, do you think crystals have any spiritual or healing powers? Honestly, again, broken record. I feel like this is the case with every episode for us. But I feel like if you give something energy and power, then yeah. And intention. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I'm sort of on the same boat where I'm like, you know, I know that they have different compositions and, you know, the energy, all that good stuff is, you know, based on their molecular structure and all that. But I think probably most importantly, I would imagine is the intention behind it. So, yeah. I definitely don't know about the science, but I do have a blind faith to it anyway, so. (laughs) As we do about everything, pretty much. Yeah. Well, according to Pew Research, 42% of Americans think spiritual energy can be held in a physical object like a crystal. That's more than I expected. 42% of Americans. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I wonder what their, like, range was. Like, is this, like, from huge believers to people who are slightly open-minded, or are these all people who solidly are down with it? No, no, this is Pew, so they do, like, I used to do their surveys. They would send me $5 in the mail. Oh. They (sighs) do like a canvas of people all across the U.S., all sorts of different stuff. Political. You never went on Pew Research? Oh, okay. I used to go on their website like a big dork and read through their statistics. I've heard of them. I've probably used them when I was doing like research papers in college. But no, certainly not about crystal work. But cool. I'm down for 40%. I'd like it to be 50%. So maybe this episode will convert a few people and raise that number. Pew, are you listening? You have to redo your study. (laughs) So I have a fun question. What is the strangest product that you've seen a crystal either on or in, like sort of infused with or, you know, that kind of thing? Uh, It's usually carvings. Like I got you a crystal penis a while ago. Oh, that's right. We have that. Yeah. The quartz dildo. That's it. Yeah. I hope you enjoy that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) on your shelf, on your shelf. Yeah. I was going to say like from afar. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so one of the things that I actually have found that I really like. It's on Etsy, but I don't know if it would be useful because I wonder if the stones even work together or I don't know. But there's a little carving of like a hamburger, but it's like two 
yellow stones that make the buns and then like there's a green one that makes the lettuce and then there's a like a browner one. How do you find this? It's like <laughs> that's crazy. I wish I could spend a day on your algorithm and just see what happens. <laughs> Apparently it's like there's like a whole Etsy industry of like food being carved out of stones and so that I could for sure get into but I don't know if it like takes away the integrity of the crystal or anything like that so interesting well maybe you can check where they source their crystal and that kind of thing maybe they put that on there Mm -hmm. what about you Well, you know, the example that was in this research, which I had also seen, are the water bottles that have like crystals inside of them that are Mm -hmm. supposed to infuse your water with like healing benefits. I'm not sure I fall, especially the amount of money they're charging for this kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know if I believe in that. I feel like until like some sort of practitioner has backed it, I don't know how spiritually cleaning it is. Also, all I can think about is that crystal accidentally dislodging and then straight down the hatch, you know? Oh, it's a big one. It's like this big. I got a big gullet. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Got to be worried about it. I would say probably the strangest use of a crystal that at least most of us have heard of is Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow, Mm -hmm. her vagina eggs. Yes. The jade egg. It's a rose quartz egg or jade egg starting at 55 bucks a pop. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get more into the weeds on that one. So sit tight. (laughs) Gwyneth knows no bounds. No. (laughs) She's also got the candles to match. So if you're into vagina (gasps) products... (laughs) You know exactly where to go. Also, if you want a great salad, you also know where to go. She's got it all over there. Oh, it's like really anything high end and expensive that you'd like to better your life, quote unquote. Yeah. Crystals have been popular for a very long time, way before the trendy crystal shops we see today. For example, some of the first known uses of crystals like rose quartz were by ancient Roman, Egyptian and Greek civilizations. The earliest evidence of rose quartz jewelry dates back to ancient Mesopotamia, which is modern day Iraq. Mm-hmm. The word crystal itself comes from the Greek word krystalos, which literally means, by the way, love this. It means coldness drawn together. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, I really enjoy that, especially with the word coldness. I feel like Oof. they found a way to make the word cold sound nice. I really like that meaning a lot. Mm-hmm. More scientifically speaking, a crystal is a solid matter with atoms that are arranged in a repeating pattern. So most of Earth's minerals can be identified as crystals, actually. So when you take your vitamins and minerals, you can just say you're taking your crystals. Yeah, you're like, this was, I bought this at CVS. It's just a mineral from the drugstore. My natural crystal intake is low. I got to go get some (laughs) iron, you know? (laughs) My iron is low, but I don't think iron counts as a crystal, but you know, that's okay. It's a mineral, right? I don't know. I'll shop it around and see how many doctors shake their heads at me. I think maybe just Google it before you go shop it around, but you know, (laughs) you do what you got to do. In ancient Egypt, crystals and healing stones were used as talismans and amulets, which some gemologists believe were used to help prevent evil and bring good fortune to the owner. Mm. And that sort of feels like how we use them today, oftentimes, as kind of symbolic, like hoping to, you know, either repel bad energy, draw good energy toward you. So quartz, which forms crystals that are clear and almost glass-like, that is what the penis statue that you so lovingly gifted me is made of. Could only think of you when I saw that. Who else, right? (laughs) So there's only one out there and it's all for you. (laughs) So quartz is believed to have been used to prevent aging. So yeah, wait, now I'm wondering, are you trying to tell me something? This was for my 31st birthday. Maybe you were a hint hint. No comment. You want me to rub that on my face and reduce wrinkles? I'm not going to tell you what to rub on your face. (laughs) (laughs) 
to prevent aging. Okay. Uh, I'll check Goop for that. Okay, no comment on that either. (laughs) According to lore, the greenish stone Peridot apparently warded off evil and prevented night terrors. So, you know, if you're out there, you're struggling with that, get you some Peridot. Hmm. Is there any issue in your life that you wish could be treated with a crystal? Ugh, let me count the ways. (laughs) That's a loaded (laughs) question I just gave you. Yeah, when my friend is telling me that she's going to rub her crystal dildo (laughs) and then contact Goop about rubbing things on her face to prevent aging. (laughs) Is there a crystal that stops that from ever happening again? crystal for that? Oh, no. (laughs) I would say, honestly, truly, anxiety, hmm, productivity, sleep issues. Spooky-wise, I would like to keep negative spirits and negative energy away. Mm. So I feel like all the general things. Yeah, those exist. There's a crystal for that. (laughs) <laughs> could you say that about my first example of why I need a crystal? Maybe we could combine a few. We could make a hamburger out of them for that you. That one I think is just duct tape and I just put it gently over your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and over your own ears and then we're all happy. <laughs> well, I would say, I know that this exists as well, but I'm always drawn by the crystals that promote a connection to the other side. I love this the idea of like, Having, you know, dreams that mean something and mm-hmm. being able to kind of help with meditation, that kind of thing. So that's usually where my mind goes when I'm seeking them out. Ancient Vedic texts, which are mainly religious writings in India, show crystals were used in Ayurveda, which is a holistic medicine that is thousands of years old. One story from the Vedic text explains where crystals may have originated. So just buckle up because this one's a doozy. Okay. So a Vedic demon walks into a bar. Oh, Let me rephrase that. A Vedic demon was invited to a pretend sacrificial ceremony. This is step one. Step one, immediately invested. (laughs) You're already in for the drama, I know. So someone tricked a demon into coming to a party? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. So he thinks this is a demonstration, and he agrees to be tied to a stake. Don't agree to that, folks. That's This is a PSA, even for a demonstration. Even if it's your friend saying, let's try a silly, like, this is for a TikTok. You it'll know? be funny. Yeah, it'll be funny. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Then, shocker, he suddenly realizes the ceremony is real. Dun, Ooh. dun, dun. It escalates extremely quickly now because then his body was dismembered. Oh, whoa. Okay, that's... <laughs> There's no easy way to get into that. <laughs> I feel like point. there was certainly more details that could have helped me get to that point, but we're really just jumping into it. I'm I okay with jumped. that. I just didn't have the energy to find like an easy transition. You're like, he got invited to a party and three bolts later, he is dismembered on <laughs> a stake. dismembered and changes the whole world. Okay. <laughs> so he's dismembered and his body, the pieces of his body that come off are turned into gem seeds. And these seeds fall across the earth from mountains to rivers, everything in between, and become gems. Hmm. So the blood of the Vedic demon was turned into rubies, which is kind of a fun (gasps) little cross there. And and these, in turn, could be used to help blood circulation. (gasps) Get out. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that fun? That is fun. It was not fun for a minute. It wasn't fun for him. For him, certainly not. Certainly not. Pearls are considered the teeth of the Uh, demon. I probably should have had you guess that because that's kind of a fun one. A tooth-looking one, yeah. Yeah, but they help with creating a calm mental state. Uh Uh-huh. And then, do you want to guess what the emeralds are? Green. Green. Fungus? 
It's close. It's his bile. Oh, so okay. Okay. You're not far off, I don't think. I don't know much about bile, but I do not think it's pleasant. His boogies? I don't know. <laughs> his boogies? I mean, maybe a different kind of boogie. So emeralds are the demon's bile, and they increase clairvoyance and psychic abilities, which, you know, that's me going, ooh, I want that one. Oh, yeah. So it sounds like gems originally came from, like, a demonic place. Mm, yeah, that's true. But we're like, oh, these are all going to keep away bad energy. It's like, it's made of the demon's boogers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't <laughs> I know. I sure do know what you're saying. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. I don't know why that, you know. Maybe he, like, fell into a million pebbles and rocks and all the bad energy escaped him so all it's left is good pretty things i don't know that makes a lot of sense em historians weigh in i think that goes without saying that you got that exactly correct okay perfect coming up we'll get into how people are using crystals today and the dark side of the world of crystals because of course one exists okay This is something I know even less of, so I'm very excited to dip my little toes into this. (laughs) Every unsolved crime leaves us with a nagging sense that just one witness, one piece of evidence, one additional lead could change everything. Hi, I'm Carter Roy, host of the Spotify original from Parcast, Cold Cases, Every Monday, revisit some of the most puzzling crimes in history. A vast array of offenses that ran cold for decades. From burglary and arson to kidnappings and murder, each episode of Cold Cases pieces together the details of an elusive case. Some eventually had breakthroughs that closed the file. Others remain open to this day. Solved or unsolved, You won't know which until the very end. Follow Cold Cases free and only on Spotify. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. All right. Well, we can't talk about the modern day use of crystals without talking about the New Age movement. Now, I'm Mm -hmm. curious, what do you think? Because I have very strong associations with that phrase, New Age movement. I think we all do. At least if you've lived in L.A., maybe. I feel like if you've lived through like the 90s, at least in my mind, that was like the height of it in my experience. I think I compare New Age to like today's modern either witchcraft or wave of like spooky spirituality. Like, Mm -hmm. I think... Crystals, astrology, Mm -hmm. people who are open to like paranormal stuff in general or like early basic spell work or cosmic energy, like very granola kind of new agey stuff. Yes, definitely. That's definitely fit for you. Yeah, I have a very specific memory of the phrase New Age, which is going to Barnes & Noble. And remember how you had those, I don't think they still do, where they sold the music, they sold CDs, and you would put on those big headphones and click the buttons. And they're like New Age albums. And you would... (laughs) (laughs) Click it and it would be like Enya, you know, like that kind of really 90s energy. (laughs) You know, 
I thought of a lot of things and I thought of New Age, but not like Borders audio stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Barnes and Noble, but you know, right, it's right, okay. right. I think maybe there's a little bit of a wow. crossover. Yeah, my brain just like unfolded that part of my dark memory, and I don't know why that lives so prominently in my not even subconscious, like in my conscious mind, but it does. So here we are. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well. Thank you. That now I will always associate New Age with that. So, well, the New Age movement, if we're being more technical than my answer, refers to a wide series of beliefs and practices that revolve around heightened spiritual consciousness. Mm. The movement borrows from cultures all over the world, from indigenous American mythologies to ancient Celt traditions to Eastern philosophies. So, some examples are, you know, sage, Reiki, astrology, psychics, and of course, crystals falls under that umbrella. Mm -hmm. New ageism peaked in the U.S. in the 1980s, which is probably why in my mind it was like a big 90s thing. I remember like my mom's kind of woo-woo friends would have like amber necklaces and it was just like a whole world that I was at the time really not interested in. I think nowadays I like the current sphere of it a little better. Yeah, yeah. So new ageism, like I said, peaked in the 1980s and so did the demand for crystals. So you can see that kind of parallel Mm -hmm. going up. In fact, in 1986, the New York Times reported that the price of quartz had gone from $1 per volume to $10 to $12 per volume. So really doing it. Wow. Really skyrocketed. Yes. Yes. And just like in the time of the Egyptians and Romans, crystals were being used for healing. So I want to get into kind of how crystal healing works. So according to crystal healer Audrey Kitching, quote, crystal healing is the use of a crystal's vibration to affect the human energy field. Crystals act as a conduit for healing, allowing positive healing energy to flow into the body while pushing negative, toxic, disease-causing energy out. Okay. So that's kind of a summation of how it works. This electrical charge from a crystal is thought to affect a body's electrical charge or vibe, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) I know that word. That word. That word we can all understand. The one that took over the 2020s, (laughs) I suppose. Yeah. The same vibe or energy that makes up any living entity, according to traditional Chinese medicine. Okay. I think it clicks more for me as an electrical charge. I think I get that. Yeah. Hadn't thought of it like that before. I think that's an interesting way to look at it for sure. The healing part of crystals can rely on the user's mindset, which is sort of what we were talking about with like intentionality. Mm -hmm. By setting an intention, practitioners think the crystal can then help with things like regulating your nervous system and boosting your immune system. Fun. They can also be used for meditation where a user holds a crystal in their hand or gazes at the surface to go into kind of a trance like a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. Some users recommend wearing crystals to get the biggest vibrational impact. And bonus, they're very pretty, like we said. So, you know, they make a good jewelry, okay? But it's not enough to just use the crystals. Since the thinking is they are conduits for energy, it is important to cleanse them regularly as I kind of side-eye my very dusty, (laughs) non-cleansed crystals in the corner. You could just hear them screaming for for attention. They're so over it. They're like, she does not care enough about us. So I think maybe this episode is really inspiring me to take better care of them. Because according to the crystal website energymuse.com, quote, Purifying your healing crystals lightens their energy and ensures that they are vibrating their healing properties at the highest potential. Mm -hmm. And, you know, who wouldn't want that? 
Yeah, no, I totally get it. And as someone who lived with a woman who demanded her crystals always be cleaned and perfectly charged, I can tell you that I don't know how to live any other way if I have crystals in my home. So Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm good at, like I said, ignoring things that aren't directly in front of my face. Your crystals are desperately trying to come up with an escape plan to get to my house all of a sudden. <laughs> I barely remember to wash myself and take a shower. How am I going to remember to cleanse my crystals? The crystal dildo is going to do like the Chef Boyardee move and just roll all the way to my house. <laughs> oh, what a journey that will be. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, good for the crystal dildo. While he's rolling across the country, he'll probably get cleansed because you can bathe your crystals in sunlight or moonlight to cleanse them. And one of the ways to do this is to bathe them in sunlight or moonlight for at least four hours. Oh. And this can also charge them, oh. which is different from cleansing. So it will charge them and cleanse them as well like a two for one like a two for one my fear is that i will leave them outside and forget about them and i don't know what the like time limit is like is it four hours or is it like four plus hours it's like a phone it's like at a hundred percent should you really have it plugged in any longer or are you Great. really actually draining the battery or is it like harmful to the long lasting battery it, it's exactly the thought i have i don't want to like abandon them outside but i know i won't remember so Great. it's just something to think about Crystals, this might work better for me, can also be placed in a house plant or other object of nature to rest and recharge for 24 hours, which made my heart really happy. I think that's yeah. so beautiful. You can put it in a plant. And actually, you know what? There's a plant hanging right next to my crystal shelf. So maybe just hop on over there. Maybe that's enough. Maybe. <laughs> Another thing you can do is submerge your crystals in salt water to cleanse its energy. But after that, you need to be sure to wash them off with clean water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You also, just side note, should be sure you are looking up the type of crystal you're cleansing to make sure that it can safely come in contact with salt water. You know, we don't want to destroy the crystal by putting it in something it's not compatible with. And there are some crystals that can be affected negatively by salt water. So just something to be aware of. Okay. Well, thank you. Good PSA. You are so, so welcome. So we now know how crystals are being used for healing. We know how to cleanse and recharge our crystals. Now let's look at how crystal healing is being used in people's lives. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's the good stuff. So let's start with some success stories. I don't know if you remember this, but Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in Paris a few years back. Yes. And she credits healing crystals for helping her to recover from this terrifying incident. Oh, okay. Hey. Good. I'm glad something worked. Well, whatever works, man. After she got back from Paris, friends bought her healing crystals, and Kim says she, quote, started to really dig deeper into what they meant and the meanings behind them. Cool. The experience led her to create a new line of perfumes where the bottles are designed like crystals. Then there's supermodel Miranda Kerr, who used rose quartz essence in her makeup line, Cora. Okay. The gem helped her, quote, infuse the vibration of self-love in the products, which mm, that's something my father would like just absolutely clock out of the conversation with, I think. Yeah, but. it feels a little gimmicky to me. I would like to know the science to how you inserted the self-love vibrations. I don't into. know if there's really any science that would kind of Venn diagram over that phrase, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm certainly more open-minded than other people, but I still have questions. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you start selling stuff like this, it's a little bit, eh, it feels a little gimmicky to me, but that's just a personal opinion. Fair enough. 
Here is where crystal healing becomes a little bit controversial. Like Miranda Kerr's line of makeup, crystals have gone from being display pieces to being used in everything from water bottles to beauty products. Mm -hmm. Yep. There are even frequency raising, that's a quote, frequency raising, face mists infused with gems like moonstone and rose quartz. Interesting. Which you spray on your face, obviously. Okay. I feel like I see where like maybe the good intention originally started. But I also feel like those gemstones could probably be used better or in a different way or also kind of we're starting to touch on like exploiting certain practices and things like that. So it feels like the price tag would be really painful for me to look at. That's kind of where my mind immediately goes. Like crystal infused face mist seems like something I can't afford. I would also like to know who's running these kinds of shops. Like, I just want to know where, like, what the history to these are. Or did you just, like, get into crystals last year? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think we can all guess when it comes we can to guess. supermodels selling face mists. But, you know, again, just a guess. Just an opinion. Okay, so we're getting into the problematic stuff. And I am on board so far. Oh, I'm seeing the troubles. It gets much worse. All right. How can we talk about crystals being used in controversial ways without sharing the story of Gwyneth? her company Goop and her wellness brand and how crystals have kind of become a big player uh -huh. in her brand. So Goop became infamous when they began selling crystal eggs for vaginas. And uh, it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's an egg made of jade that one sticks inside their vagina. Do they call it the Vijay Jade? No. <laughs> Should have. The Vijay J. The Vijay J. We'll shop it. No, I think we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a few years ago, the company claimed that their jade egg could do everything from balance hormones to regulating a user's menstrual cycle. Okay. These are big medical claims that led them to being fined by the government $145,000 <gasps> for making unsubstantiated marketing claims in 2018. And Oof. you think they would have kind of clocked that sooner that they probably shouldn't be making those claims, but they really believed that's what it did. Okay. The jade egg is still for sale on the Goop website, but the marketing claims have now changed. Aha, uh -huh. okay. The product description now reads that they harness the power of energy work, crystal healing, and a Kegel-like physical practice. Got it. Starting to just sound like a Kegel practice. Right. Kegel weight. I don't know what the right phrase is. Like a is. very fancy Kegel weight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, which if that's what it is, to just say it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that kind of, in my mind, is the most provable benefit, I would imagine, from this product. But I will yeah. say, before we go any further, before all you little clicky-click fingers are adding to your shopping cart, many OBGYNs have warned against using a yoni egg oh, okay. for reasons like infection and other issues that can arise from putting a foreign object <laughs> up there, you know? Yeah, use your own imagination on that one, folks. <laughs> yes, yes. According to a Forbes Guide to Healing Crystals, which I feel like you might want laminated, so I might ship that to you later. Aww. <laughs> I'll send you to Kinko's to grab it. <laughs> I would fly down the highway to Kinko's for a laminated healing crystal guide from Forbes. No questions asked. Oh, well, according to this guide, there are no peer-reviewed studies that show that crystals actually work. I was not surprised by this fact, but here we are. Mm -hmm. But there is not any evidence that they do harm either, unless, of course, you're putting them inside orifices of your body. But that's a totally different thing. Good call. Good call to mention that <laughs> little caveat. <laughs> 
In 2001, psychologist Dr. Christopher French carried out a test with 80 volunteers. Half were given an actual crystal to meditate with, and the other half were given a piece of plastic that resembled a crystal. They were given a list of sensations they may experience, including consciousness raising and a sense of well-being. And here's the result. Regardless of whether the person had a real crystal or a plastic crystal, they both experienced sensations at the same rate. Okay. Huh. So, you know, according to the psychologist, Dr. Richard Wiseman, he concluded the power of crystals is in the mind instead of in the crystals. Clearly, there is an effect, but people are paying hundreds of pounds for crystals and they might as well just pay a couple of quid. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds, again, like a placebo effect. But yes, if it works for you, if it taps into something or unleashes something in you that you need a physical object to do it with, go for it. Yeah, agreed. And, you know, we don't know. Maybe they do, you know, actually affect our vibrations. I mean, there's probably certain things that could not even be measured scientifically that, you know, you can choose to believe or not. Yeah. Up next, we'll get into where these shiny, colorful gems are actually coming from. And the story isn't always pretty. Oh, okay. I feel like more problematic things are coming our way. Big time. Okay, let's go. So here's the dark, sordid side of the crystal industry. And that is the impact that crystals are having on the earth and on the people that mine them. Mm. You know, they're pretty, but they got to come from somewhere. Yep, yep. According to the organization Earthworks, which monitors the environmental and human impact of mining, quote, healing crystals are mined in places like Myanmar and the Democratic Republic of Congo, where mineral extraction is linked to severe human rights violations and Mm. environmental harm. Wow. In fact, children as young as seven years of age are reported to be working in mines in the DRC, which produce popular crystals like smoky quartz, amethyst, citrine and tourmaline. Whoa. And you'd think we've hit the bottom, but there's more. (laughs) Oh, God, what? (laughs) Because even groups as notorious as the Taliban are profiting from the crystal industry. Oh, my God. Yes. The anti-corruption NGO Global Witness reported that lapis mines in Afghanistan bring in $20 million a year for the Taliban. Oh, wow. Okay. Big bummer. Yeah. Okay. So am I throwing my crystals out? Is that what we're doing? Let's not do that because that just seems like wasteful no matter what. Can I support? Am I allowed to be down with crystals in a different way? That's an excellent question. I'm going to tell you what a crystal lover is to do in this scenario once we find out how to responsibly enjoy crystals. Sure. And the good news is there is a way to ethically source and support your crystals. So don't even worry about it. Oh, God, I had a real panic attack that we've just I'm been like sorry. hyping crystals this whole episode. Just and then to, go, like, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we can do it ethically. Okay, great. Yes, there is a way to ethically and, you know, consciously and very intentionally seek out, you know, a better way to find your crystals. So sure. there is a movement of crystal sellers focused on ethical sourcing and places like Moonrise Crystals, which you can look up online, lists details about each crystal, including the mine it was sourced from, the factory where it was polished, and other details about the route the crystal took on its way to the seller. Hmm. So you can kind of just, you know, be assured that 
the seller has traced back where the gems have come from and made sure they are supporting <laughs> an ethical operation. Sure, sure. And I know that's where I buy my jewelry as well. In you know, they have these conflict-free diamonds now. I don't buy diamonds for myself. I should not <laughs> have phrased it that way. No, I no, guess no, what no, I, keep going. <laughs> what I meant to say is when, you know, my husband and I bought our our wedding bands, we made sure to source them from a place that does conflict-free jewelry is gotcha. a better way to put that. I wish, but I don't frequently buy myself diamonds. When I I'm wish. in the mood <laughs> for a quick diamond. Just for like a quick online shopping at night, you know, just like <laughs> peek around. No, no. But you can check to see if the seller, you know, has listed out these details, and that's a great way to support an ethical operation. Another crystal alternative is lab-grown crystals. And, you know, Mm. this is something I know that's becoming a bigger concept, but some people say lab-grown crystals won't carry the same healing energy as they aren't directly from the earth. But I don't really see how that tracks just because even if you are making it, it's still the same composition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing I wonder. Well, could it be any better energy if a seven-year-old has mined it from the ground? I mean, that doesn't seem like it has very great source of energy either. So bingo, bango. I'd rather an ethical one from a lab than, you know, one with a mysterious shady background. Just saying. Also, I'm not completely writing off the fact that they have some sort of scientific property to it or how they work. But if it really is all a placebo effect, well, then it doesn't matter either way where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And on that note, others point out that lab-grown crystals are made of natural minerals, so they have the same potential to affect energy. If they do work, then, you know, the composition is the same, and they're made of the same materials, so you'd think either way it would probably have the same effect. But I'm sure this is debated among people who are more concerned with that kind of thing. So I'm not personally opposed to a lab-grown crystal if it means it's a safer origin than where you might get another one. It also sounds cooler to me, too. It does sound cool. (laughs) Built in a lab? Are you kidding me? Why wouldn't I want that? That's so cool. Well, um, that is the story of crystals. I wonder where you stand now. How do you feel? I feel like I want to get more into it, but I stand just about the same, where it feels like if you give an intention or you're putting energy towards it, just like everything else, then it's at least powerful for you, and that's very beautiful. Yeah. But I didn't know to the gravity of how unethical it could be. Mm. I knew it could be somehow problematic. I didn't really know how, so thank you for educating me on that. You're so welcome. I also know to not use maybe any jade vagina eggs anytime soon. Honestly, I feel like I've done a really important job today. Where do you stand on this after all your storytelling? You know, I think I've just developed an even greater fondness for my crystal collection. And I have some really beautiful ones, some elephants that you've given me. I have a pendulum that I like to use that's, you know, made of quartz and a little mushroom, just some really beautiful pieces. And I think I'm going to put them in my plants and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if we get off of this call and then you just like leave the room and your crystals watch you walk away again and just be like, (gasps) are you kidding me after everything? Seriously, we heard everything you said. You made such big promises. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Not to make you uh, attach emotions to them, but just know that they're staring you down right now. I mean, some of them have eyes. They're elephants. I'm like, no (laughs) way. Hey, but some of them are skulls and they certainly don't have eyes. Very prominent lack of eyes. Yes. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for listening to my spiel today, Em. I've had a great time. Me too. 
Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Information on today's episode came from The New Republic, The Guardian, Refinery29, and The New York Times. Remember to follow Rituals on Spotify to get a brand new episode every week. And you can listen to this and all other episodes of Rituals for free exclusively on Spotify. And if you like this, follow at Parcast on Facebook and Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. You can find me at VM Schultz. And you can find me at Xteen Schieffer. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. Rituals is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by Max Cutler. Sound design by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. Fact-checking by Cheyenne Lopez. Research by Sapphire Williams. It's produced by Kristen Acevedo and Jonathan Ratliff with production assistance by Ron Shapiro. We're your hosts, Christine Schiefer and M. Schultz. Hi, I'm Carter Roy, host of the Spotify original from Parcast, Cold Cases. Every Monday, explore the many types of crime, the many ways they remain unsolved, and how long it takes to find the answers, if ever. Solved or unsolved, you won't know which until the very end. Follow Cold Cases free and only on Spotify.